Hey guys, we're going to try something a little different over the next three episodes of the podcast. We are going to do a three-part series. Um, So benefit to all you guys here, you're going to get a little taste of what happens in our mastermind program. The good news is we've created a problem in our mastermind where when we started, everyone was just trying to figure out how to make a living. Now we have so many people making a living, uh, but they've reached the next layer of complexity, which is they ran out of time. And so we have to start hiring. And so we've spent a lot of time over the last four to six weeks in the mastermind in detail on hiring process, um, job ads, things of that nature. So I want to share with you a little bit of what we've done. Um, So over the next three weeks, here's what's going to happen. Today's episode is going to be an overview to give you an idea of what I believe entrepreneurship is, how to buy back some of your time, and potentially what that first hire will look like and jobs they will do. We'll also introduce a concept called the Swiss Army Knife concept. Next week, we're going to talk about writing job ads and things of that nature and how it is very much like a marketing exercise. And then in the final week of our hiring, we'll talk about how to onboard someone appropriately. And so at some point in your business career, specifically in our style of business, a service-based business, you will stop growing when you stop bringing people on. And so as an entrepreneur in our world, once you get the basics and your practice gets off the ground, your growth will only be limited by the amount that you can hire people, train them, and get them going. So you are now entered into the business of people, whether you like it or not. So I believe the next three episodes for some of you guys out there that are um, off the ground and stuck, the reason is because you don't have people. So I hope to help you over the next couple of weeks be able to uh, understand that. Hey. Um, Big favor to ask if you are out there and you uh, enjoy the podcast, please uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple. If you don't have anything nice to say, please don't say it at all. But if you do, if you've enjoyed the podcast, if it's provided any value to you, I would really, really appreciate a five-star review on Apple iTunes. It very much helps promote the podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. So as I said in the intro, we have reached a new level in our mastermind community, which is fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, when this community first started, it was just about helping people get their businesses off the ground. And I was very well aware that the next step, the next sort of problem that our members would face is surrounding hiring and growing the team. And so I'm going to do uh, three parts. As I said, this is part one on some of our hiring practices and principles. And so um, let's just assume you're solo rehab Cairo out there. You've got your practice off the ground, you're doing well, you're making money, and now we've got to grow the business. And so today, I just want to give you some fundamentals, some overview on the hiring process. I want to give it to you and we'll do it over the next three weeks. And for some of you guys that might not be ready for this, potentially, if you're in practice already, maybe I can convince you you are ready, um, specifically in today's conversation. But let's say you're in school or just graduating and getting it off the ground. Um, This is one of those things that we would call bank of tomorrow. Right, you're not ready for it today. It's not bank of today. It's not going to help you today, though. It's something that I've learned that if I could hear it today, and I spend you know ten, fifteen minutes listening to a podcast, uh, it might in my head be I'm glad I heard this today, so I'm introduced to it, and it'll sort of just be back there because at some point I will need it. 
Um, and so hopefully for everyone out there, whether you are in the process of hiring, have hired and need to hire again, or or aren't there yet, this, this next three weeks of podcast will be very, very valuable for you. So to give you some more fundamentals, if you're a business owner, you are an entrepreneur. And I think one of the things to understand about as an entrepreneur is obviously you built a business and trying to get it off the ground. But at the most fundamental level, at the most fundamental level, the game of entrepreneurship, I believe, is about buying back your time. And so there's a book literally called Buy Back Your Time. I'm blanking on the author's name, but I want to make sure I give credit. But this is the premise. It's that so many of us in entrepreneurship just think about making more money, making more money. And obviously, we have to make more money. But how do we make more money? By buying back our time so that we can go create things that make more money. I think this is a mindset shift and something that I, I do think is very, very important. Um, so many chiropractors, rehab chiros specifically, become very, very time poor very quickly. So in our program, to give you an example, when our members come in, they're, they're poor. <laughs> they're time poor and they're money poor. They don't have either. And step one is to help them build the bricks, the fundamentals of their practice. And so when we do that, that usually means helping them to not be financially poor. They charge the right price. They have a sales process. They kind of get the business off the ground. They build that foundation very, very solid. But the next problem you run into is once they've become money, not money poor, the problem now becomes that they are time poor. They're working too hard. They're doing their marketing. They're doing all the things that we've taught them, but we've created another problem. They're now time poor. And if you think about that business of being an entrepreneur, you now have to become in the business of buying back your own time, which becomes the hiring process. And I think just at a fundamental level, and again, a lot of this comes back to just basic math, if you think about it. So you would be very, 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 very unique if you could continue to create a business or grow a business um, without buying back your time and usually bringing staff on. You know, I heard one guy who was like, he had a million dollar business selling like online in, uh, LinkedIn programs type of thing, but that guy's a unicorn. And so for us, specifically in our style of business, a service-based business, building a business beyond yourself is the only way to really scale and grow. And that will require you becoming in the people business and hiring and managing staff, whether it's other chiros or admins or marketing assistants, outsourcing, billing. I mean, there's just a lot of different things that you are going to have to do if you want to continue to grow yourself in your business. And so specifically what we spoke about in our mastermind group over the last month is, you know, you built that practice, you got it off the ground, and now you essentially need an assistant. You need an admin style person. Um, you need to get someone to be able to do the things that you no longer have the time uh, to do. You, you need to increase your hourly rate. So let me talk about that a little bit. So let's just say, and again, I know there's taxes and there's a lot of different things, but let's just assume just for ease of numbers, you're charging what we'd say to charge. So you're 300 bucks an hour. So you as a rehab chiro treating a patient, you get in a treatment room, you're going to make $300 an hour. Okay. Um, that's your hourly rate. The problem is there's only so many hours in a week. There's only so many patients you can treat. And so at some point, let's just say your schedule gets booked. Let's say you're 30 hours a week at $300 an hour. Great. That's a fantastic life. Uh, fantastic. But what's going to happen next is you're going to get tired. And your only option at that point to make more money is to see more patients. At some point, you're going to run out. Okay. 30s, um, that's good. 35, 40, 45, 50. Where does it end? 
I mean, at some point there's a cap. So the main thing early on in your business is that, all right, you're making $300 an hour, but what other things are you doing in your business that hourly rate is less than? So at a basic level, if you are scheduling appointments, if you are writing super bills, if you are um, you know, posting social media, doing things like that, we could always outsource those type of things at a significantly lower rate. And so as a basic admin, let's just say if someone that does your super bills, someone that does reschedules, someone that might put someone on the schedule, uh, someone that might walk a patient back to the treatment room, even at a marketing assistant level that will just post content for you, could you hire somebody at, I don't know, 15, 20, 22, $25 per hour? And if you can, you have just really grown your business. Why? Because $300 an hour is what you're generating in the treatment room. And anytime doing tasks that are lower than that, anything that you're doing that is lower than that rate, you are losing money. And so someone would think that hiring an admin at $20, $25 an hour is a cost. But really, what is it costing you? Because you are doing a lower level activity that you could hire someone to do for cheaper. That, my friends, is the fundamentals of entrepreneurship. And so the first thing that I would say is this. The only task in the beginning when you're starting a practice that is really worth your time is getting patients and keeping patients, getting patients and keeping patients. And so as quickly as you can, as quickly as you can, sometimes just getting to that easy first mark of $10,000, anything beyond that, once you're sort of paying your bills and doing that, you're probably in the business of looking for some part-time administrative help. Again, those low-level tasks, super bills, scheduling and rescheduling, paying bills, data entry, all of the things that we know are going to we can get someone to do cheaper. Now, the last thing that I will say in our first part of this hiring sequence and, and sort of getting the fundamentals, because I think the main thing is just getting your mindset correct. Because again, people think of staff as cost, but as an entrepreneur, you're buying back your time to increase your hourly rate. And so it is an investment. The main thing that I would say is this. If you're solo out there or have a solo practice, or have less than you know four or five staff, if you're hiring your first or second staff member, the thing that I would tell you early on is to look for is someone that's going to be at Swiss Army Knife concept. And so the Swiss Army Knife concept in business, I believe, is that early on, you're going to hire one person that is probably going to do multiple things, right? So they're like kind of a Swiss Army Knife. They've got a lot of different tasks and abilities. You might bring someone on that might answer your phones and they might pay bills and they might do some social media and maybe they come do some marketing with you. And as you grow the company, this is the, this is the process. So the first person you hire, you have one person doing four or five jobs. The second person you hire, now you have two people maybe doing two or three jobs. The third person you hire, maybe you have three people each doing one to two jobs. And then you have four people and all of a sudden you have one person doing one job. One person doing one job, one person doing one job. And so early on, specifically when you're intimidated about getting someone on board and what are they going to do and all that, well, in the beginning, they're probably going to do a lot of different things. That's Swiss Army knife. But don't fear because as you scale your business and grow, you'll have different people that specialize in different things. Just to walk you through at Strive, what happened, my first hire, 
So the first one I actually hired was my mom. And she answered the phone and she did some billing and all that. But, you know, over time, it was like she didn't want to be in person. She was already retired from her real job. And so she didn't want to be tied to the office. And so that's when I found Lauren. And so what happened was that Lauren did a lot of different things. And my mom still stayed on and did billing in the background that she could do from home. And then Lauren, she came in and was client-facing and talked to patients. And she did some marketing stuff. And she answered phones and did all that. And then the next person that we hired in the non-clinical side was Hannah. And so now Hannah was in the marketing assistant role. So any marketing that Lauren was doing, we took that off her plate so she could focus more on the sales and admin side. And Hannah took over the marketing, right? And so as you see, right, we started with one person doing a lot of jobs. And as we sort of grew and grew, grew the business and scaled the business, we had more people and they were more specific in their job. So don't be afraid of hiring. This is just part one. This was just part one. Uh, stay tuned. The next two episodes, we are going to speak more about our hiring process. Uh, just to give you a preview, we are going to speak about why hiring is very much like marketing, how to write some job ads. Um, and then we're going to talk about onboarding. So those are going to be the next two parts of the series. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends, post it on your Instagram story, uh, potentially even leave us a five-star review. We would really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you.